0: Hey, how are you doing? Um, I'll voice might be a little easier. I'm going to make a few comments on this. So yeah, the strategy is the easy part. And there's no one strategy. There's a million strategies. It's kind of like, I mean, I know you don't have kids, but it's like raising a kid, right? You can fuck it up so many ways, but then there's certain there's a bunch of ways that also could be useful. And ultimately, it's just spending time with them a lot is what really matters in the long run. Not about like every little thing that you do besides that. And with trading, it, there's every one of us has a different personality different skill set different um good and bad things about us i guess maybe that's not the best way to say it but um you know i, I like the game theory and the whereas everybody's stuck and they have to get out because they're they're buying and selling for these reasons and i'm pretty sure that they're, they're in a bad position and there's going to be a move the other way like i think that way a lot some people don't think that way at all they look at technicals and that's all they use and there's no right or wrong way but there's just that stuff once you iron that out it's psychologically when you miss something because you slept in or you didn't feel well or your personal life's up in the air and then you start blowing up mentally and losing money at that point you're not there's no point in studying your trades because you're emotionally on tilt so it doesn't matter what your strategy is because you're you're in a loop you're volatile emotionally and you're not you're not focused so everyone wants to review their trades it's like well it's like reviewing like a an angry person who started throwing plates off the wall watching the videotape, why would you do that? It's like an athlete reviewing a match when he's playing tennis and he started throwing the racket and just hitting the ball as hard as he could out of bounds. Like there's no there's no value in reviewing that. The value is figuring out like what got you to that spot. Like what broke you down mentally. Where's the trigger point? What led up to it? That's where the learning and the value is. Because once you cross that threshold, you're you're in trouble. And you usually, once you get into a, an emotional loop, the way it works is you usually have to go through the whole loop. It's hard to short circuit it. So what you have to do is not get there in the first place. And every for for the end of time, everyone's going to get there. And what some of these videos talk about is like, can you shorten that emotional reaction to make it be not last for hours or days? But sometimes, no matter who you are, how long you've been doing it, um, it. It just gets you for a long time like something really bad happens that's way past your threshold and you might stay in it for weeks or months um a little bit and it's it you you feel like that should never happen but sometimes it just does and that's a learning experience for you then to go through that and deal with the low energy and the whatever the apathy and things that come up Um, it could be self-doubt whatever it is and then you get out of it and you learn next time i I don't want to go back there and i'm going to be i'm going to make my system better and It's crazy that's just the way it is and does it get better it's yeah you get better at dealing with it and you get you've you just keep learning and growing right you get a little bit better each time but sometimes you come in here i believe that you come in here with this personality that you have and a lot of it's just kind of the way it is and you have to learn to work around it the best you can and some of it is is hard to totally change like you're not going to totally change your temperament if you're really like you know you're really kind of high energy and always up on every detail you're not going to turn into like this super laid back everything is chill kind of person you might have moments of that but you're just not going to change the way you are so you have to work in in you have to be realistic about working within the bounds of how you are so that's you can't lie to yourself you know what i mean um so in terms of studying like Roger Federer, he used to as a kid um, and, you know, you know, obviously know who he is now and the success he's had. But as a kid, he was crying and throwing rackets and beating himself up constantly. And you can you can look into some of the interviews and, and see some of his story online. There's some articles about how he eventually learned to stop doing that because he realized how much when he beat himself up a lot, it never made him better. So what's the point? Like he still got the lesson, but the in, insane self-beating, which has been a problem for me in the past, isn't really making you better you think that it is you're like i'm accountable i want to be professional so i'm going to really crack down when i don't do well but that's not necessarily a path to becoming better even though it feels like it might be and it's not possible i agree with you it's it's not um you cannot override this all the time this is just part of life the up and downs are never going to stop coming this is just what we signed up for and it's just retooling and accepting yourself at, a, at some level where you're like, this is how I am. And I'll give you an example in trading. Oftentimes um, I might think I'm gonna hold something for two months because I really like it. And then all of a sudden it goes against me and I can't hold it for two hours. It happens again and again and again. So I have to understand that like, even though I have good big picture ideas sometimes that I've been trained, um, not only by my background in short-term trading in the 10 years I spent 15 years doing that, I've also been trained or my personality is just that I don't like having things go against me. And I have to somehow uh, incorporate either smaller sizing or getting a position that starts to work right away if I'm going to have a bigger hold I can't hold things against me and maybe a really strong level of conviction can change that and the right sizing can handle that but it's just been something that's happened again and again for me so going into a trade I always try to trick myself into thinking that it's going to be different this time but ultimately the same thing happens over and over again if I try to pretend like I'm not the way I am so I have to work with the constraints I have and then maybe over time if I size right and I have a big picture idea and I write down why this trade's going to last three months and it might go against me a little bit and since my size is okay i can handle that pain maybe i can rewire my brain and handle some more of those trades but you can't fight who you are you know what i mean it's kind of like the alcoholic who goes to the party and pretends like he's not going to have a drink and everyone else is drinking that's just stupid because you know you're not going to be able to resist it so you can't put yourself in the position and i mean there's ways that you can build up to that but i'm starting to ramble a little bit but let me get into roger Feder. um yeah look into his work there's a lot of books out on him i haven't read all of them um Giannis it's a new book uh uh Marin Faber is the author it's just his life story I'm a basketball fan too so I found it really interesting um he's just wired differently uh he's really hard on himself too which I've seen him get better but the thing about Giannis and Roger Federer which you'll notice is they're different but both of them have this ease and grace after they lose um there's a kind of an ability to talk to the press and just kind of be like hey, I'm okay. Like, I'll learn from this. Um, I still have my life. I have my family. And um, I'm just happy to be here doing what I love. And I, I don't want to forget along the way that this is supposed to be fun. And it's it's really a gift to be able to do what you like because a lot of people can't. I don't want to lose track of that just because I lost the match today. And a lot of people can't think that way. It's really hard to do. And I think that that's a really amazing quality that both of them have that allow them to be gentle with themselves and continue the learning process um, along the way. I should actually do a podcast on that because I think that's... That's why on my podcast, uh, I don't talk a lot about how to do things in the market because eventually you're going to watch videos and you're going to take winners and losers and you're going to figure out how you want to trade. And all the important stuff is really after that happens. And of course, studying people are going to shape the way that you trade and you can absolutely learn ways to think and trade through people and that is very important too. But it just isn't really um, the way that I've decided to go about it because it's a personal art form and it's hard for me to just tell people how to do that. And certain people, you know, talk to you, get to know you better. And then sometimes, you know, we learn how each other trades and we pick up things that we want to use for ourselves. But um, I think the other stuff's more important to ultimate success because if you stick around long enough, you're going to pick up things that work. And then it's just a matter of of managing yourself around that, which I think is the hard part. That's And I've been doing it for almost 20 years, and I've had multiple times during it that... Um, I want I wanted to quit and never wanted to look at it again even though I love it and uh just get so beaten down and ultimately uh that's just supposed to happen I think I don't think anyone look at all the best fund managers or market wizards they all have the the same things happen to them that's just the way it is sometimes and if people haven't experienced that they just haven't been doing it long enough even the best people that have ever existed I mean like, like they've you know they've gone off the deep end even so I haven't gone off the deep end so that's good but on a day-to-day, it can be really tough sometimes. I remember going home in tears in my car in my 20s when i have been struggling for a long time, working really hard. And Because working really hard doesn't always mean that. You're instantly going to have better results. Sometimes it's indirect, and the results are going to come when you let go and you're not working as hard and you're in a, a, a place of flow. And you let the market come to you, and you're kind of like, oh, you know, I've, I've been taking a couple of days off, and I've been working out, and I just decided to show up. And see what happened, and you do great because there's like there's the skills that you've developed that are there working for you, but you're not trying to push so hard. It's kind of like um, I was listening to this book on um, the magic of momentum by Stephen. Um, oh, it's a good book. He wrote the book called Mini Habits. Stephen Guise, I think his name is G U I S E. Very good book, and he talks about how. You know this is a classic thing you hear people say over and over again that he had so much anxiety he could never settle down and whatever he did to try to settle down it just wouldn't fucking work and he was in his own head and it got to be very difficult for him to to um you know not have that anxiety and what ended up happening eventually is he decided that i have to live with this i just can't this is just how i am and very quickly after that, um, he just started exercising and playing basketball, doing the things he liked, and poof, it went away. And I think a lot of that is this way. The acceptance of these things uh, can be pretty useful, and they can help it go away when you accept how it is. So that, those are some of the things I'm working on. And, yeah, anyways, sorry this got long.